Welcome to Dating Log, the podcast that records the ups and downs of dating in your 30s. I'm your host, Wyndham Juno, and this is episode 11, Not Sacrificing the Single Life. Jamie is a guy who has been exclusively dating in his 30s and as an expat. In this episode, we talk about how breakups and short relationships are all a part of the dating cycle. And we ask a big question. Does getting into a relationship have to mean giving up all the great things about being single? Listen to find out what he thinks. Okay, well, I'm uh, Jamie, Jaime. I'm uh, 37 years old. I, I live in, in Amsterdam. I'm heterosexual. And yeah, I've been, I started dating mostly after my 30s, to be honest. I think in the first part of my life, I was very focused on, on partying and also there was more of the scene uh, in, the, in the city where I, I grew up in, in Brazil. And uh, yeah, it has been an interesting journey in this uh, for me and I, I feel I learned a lot the past couple of years. So an interesting journey. Uh, I, I think, first of all, about, about the not dating so much, I think in, in yeah, I, I think in my earlier years, uh, I was a, a bit of a shy person and not so insecure, quite insecure. So f- I was mostly, yeah, going out clubbing and, and ending up in hookups. And that was more of what my romantic life was being about. I've always been uh, into, yeah, sad music or things like that. And then, uh, like I was a bit into going into friend zone, like a bit of what, what in the... 90s or 20s would be classified as an emo or whatever, uh, or, or indie or whatever. But uh, I think in, in, in that sense, I, uh, with the people that I really liked, I was always ending up a bit into the friend zone. And uh, then I would go out clubbing and end up into more uh, short-term relationships. So that's that's what things were for me like up until my 25-ish 27, uh, 25-ish, and that's when I had a first long-term relationship of about one year with with a person from abroad uh, back in Sao Paulo, uh, which yeah was much older. And I think up until that point of life, I was also the people that I would meet would be mostly older, like ten years older or so. But anyway, I, th- I think after some time, I concluded that I, I felt that that was not what, uh, what uh, that that was not going to work, and and that was about the time that I was looking to move to the Netherlands. Yeah, that's how I ended up here and started uh, exploring dating in this different environment. Yeah, here uh, during my, my studies, I uh, I became good friends with a with a girl that I was much into, and we ended up getting into a relationship for almost three years so also my first years in the Netherlands I didn't get to know much about how dating was like here um, I think only after we had a very hard breakup um, I think we we were just very different and uh, even though yeah I don't know we think we had very similar values but but we started realizing that we had very different interests about what we like to do and at, at some point that becomes became unbearable we split and I started going into apps. Anyway, I think that's been a bit of a long detour, but I think apps apps experience it was a bit painful for me in the beginning. At least I I I think with this lack of experience with how dating works in first place or what kind of communication you're supposed to use or like how long your sentences should be. 
I think now looking back, I, th I realized that I was being quite absurd sometimes of like sending romantic compliments or <laughs> from from the moment that you get a match with the person. And, and, and I think through time, you realize how creepy or, or unaware of, uh, <laughs> of things uh, one can be. And yeah, actually, through time, I, I started valuing the fact that I went through this experience and have been in this experience because I think I think I've started learning more about people um, not only on a romantic way but I think more about communication and about being more empathetic about other people's feelings which apps are you using uh, I, uh, I'm using Bumble at the moment and before that, I used Tinder for some time and happened for some time. And yeah, I find funny how they seem to have very different publics. And I don't even understand how that ends up happening, probably through the algorithms. But uh, Bumble, for some reason, which I thought wasn't possible, seems to have people more like-minded or more attractive to me. And that's why I've been using it for the last six months. Have you been exclusively dating since your relationship ended when you were about 30? No, I, I've been in a, a few relationships. I'm sorry, I, I think that was a, a long-term relationship that was worth mentioning. But other than that, I went into a, a one-year long relationship with, with, with someone in the Netherlands that didn't... Yeah, it, it just never really or just I think we never felt engaged enough to take it some steps further or, or like feel really exclusive to each other and yeah other than a couple of more shorter term relationships I, I just had the breakup one month ago after three months together with someone and uh, yeah uh, we actually didn't meet through apps we met uh, analogically in on, in, a, in a festival and uh, okay and what happened there? No, it was actually a, a neighborhood market or festival or something like that. And uh, I, I went uh, randomly after work uh, there looking to just see what was going on. And they had, uh, they were trying to promote the local shops of this neighborhood, which was very nicely organized event. And, uh, and uh, I went there on my own because I, I just like, yeah, exploring the city a bit, even though I've been living here for a long time, it's always a bit <laughs> of why not. And yeah, actually, I was very happy that they had lots of free goodies. And then the, this lady and her group uh, were standing next to me, and then we did some eye contact, and, and they asked if there was space in my, in my table. We started chatting, swapped numbers, and then yeah, some three days later we met, and then. Yeah, actually, we met quite frequently in the first weeks. I think we've had a very good, yeah, connection. Especially, it might sound a bit generic, but I think that's also one thing that I, the dating, got me to learn more about myself was this type of affection that you need, which is something that I had never really stopped to think about. And I, I realized that I really need, like physical contact in terms of being hugged or like being yeah being close to each other which is something that sometimes in other cultures is not so common i think in where in latin maybe it's a stereotypical thing but in in, in brazil maybe we're more into that and 
Yeah, I felt it from start. We we were very close to each other, walking, hugged to each other, and yeah, it just felt very comfortable from start. But then, uh, on other hands, I think gradually started realizing that our conversations weren't so fulfilling for me, or or sometimes a bit annoying about, or at least I would feel annoyed at how self-centered they felt to me, like that it was a bit of a monologue. Sound might be a bit monologueish now. <laughs> It's okay. But, uh, this episode's about you and your dating yeah, experience. So I'm you're allowed to model. Talk about myself in this occasion. <laughs> but if this was a date, yeah, then I think that, that would become a bit tiring. And uh, <laughs> and that, and that's how I felt a bit uh, after some time thinking, okay, if this is going to be my life from now on, um, maybe that's this is not for me. Yeah, I'm I'm curious how this is this was this the first time you've broken up with someone like actively? No, no, not this case exactly, but I think in the past few years, I think I mostly, yeah, I think most of the cases I have been the one after some time noticing, okay, this is, okay, this is not what I'm looking for, and then go through a breakup, and usually I've been the person breaking up, and yeah, I always feel shit about it after, yeah, causing someone to cry. How do you do the breakup? Yeah, I've, I've been trying to find out what is the right timing for that because <laughs> it's uh, this last time for example I, we went out for dinner and i thought okay if i break up now the dinner are gonna be an asshole and she, we had agreed we were going to sleep at her house i thought if i break up when we arrive at her house i'm gonna be an asshole so and sorry about the language but i just i just could i kept thinking okay what is the nice or most considerate way of of doing this but there's no right way at least i concluded i was at the while going to get our bikes so as soon as we were getting to unlock maybe many people use this strategy but uh, i i just interrupted her unlocking the bike say i'm sorry i'm not going to be able to join you but yeah in other situations i, I didn't i don't know i delayed too long and and but I left it for next morning, for example, and I felt like a very bad person for having pretended that nothing was in my mind. Or, yeah, or you schedule a date with someone and you say right away, as soon as the person arrives, that you're breaking up. I feel like I wasted the time of the person making her come to just be done or to do it by phone. So I think the short conclusion would be that there's no nice way of doing it have you scheduled a date with someone just to break up with them yes i hope <laughs> i hope not. no but <laughs> i mean we had been going out for i had five dates or something and i i had been thinking a lot about with myself okay is this really going to work and yeah i don't know what <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's uh, not a nice thing to do but I, I just thought that doing it uh, online of course that yeah doing it online is also maybe equally considerate because you're not taking one's time I don't know there's just no right or wrong with these things I guess no I don't think there is but I think you bring up a good point that breaking up is also part of dating especially when you've invested some time in someone and then you reach a point like oh, maybe this isn't going to work or maybe this person isn't for me. Yeah, I know. It, it certainly isn't. I, th I, th I think on how to digest it, I think especially on the, maybe not so much on being uh, 
dumped, but getting rejected after a first date and getting a message. I, I don't know, a couple of times I received a message saying, yeah, okay, after first date, say this is, I don't see it romantic in any way, or yeah, I just don't feel, which is, I think nowadays I understand that it's a completely, yeah, actually very considerate. I find that more considerate, at least I feel it more considerate than ghosting uh, on, on someone. It used to hurt me a lot because I would, you might want more details about it and, and ask yourself what is what is not not romantic or what could you please elaborate on what I wouldn't ch ask one to explain that but I would be maybe out of my own insecurities I would be trying to find out what what did I do wrong or what uh, what could I have done differently well I think in practice there's nothing for many things there's just nothing that we can do differently right it's just you know it, it it is just a matter it's nothing really personal often it's just a matter of whether you were the right fit for a person or not yeah i was gonna ask how you deal with rejection yeah i deal i dealt miserably <laughs> and and i'm not gonna say that i deal well because you might see me crying hugging a, a, a street post and, <laughs> that's you know, allowed no I, i'm not i don't mean now but i mean in a I think we can try to shield ourselves and, and, and I don't know. I, I think I, I I try to believe that I learned to a bit better nowadays through this having gone through the dating process in this past years. Um, but it's I think it always hurts when you create uh, I wouldn't say high expectations, but when when you feel very connected with someone and or well, probably this expectation I think connection is a generic word but I think you yeah you think that you that you liked each other deeply and uh, anyway I think you don't need to describe the rejection I think <laughs> anyone knows how it feels have you been ghosted like unexpectedly before or let's say since you've been dating yeah I, would, I think there's different levels of ghosting I think oh tell me no, I, I, I know or, or, or I've seen friends having a, a person who is dating them for a long period, literally disappearing, uh, which I, I, I can only imagine how hurting that can be. But but getting ghosted in apps, yeah, I think that's that happens very frequently. I've been through that many times and I've, I've asked friends, at least being quite revolted from my side, thinking, how can one do that? But then asking people around me, they would say, well, I wouldn't go through the effort of doing, having a confrontation. Yeah, that made me stop and think about it and made me, yeah, also respect their position about that. And I understand that confrontations are not always easy. Uh, I mean, not everyone wants to go through that. Yeah, nowadays, <laughs> I don't take it personal to get ghosted, but I, I don't do that to others uh, or at least I try not to what are you looking for in your life right now with regards to dating I feel very silly to at my age 37 say I don't know what I'm looking for but I, I uh, but I, I maybe I should be happy about that because I think sometimes we have certainties in our life that can be yeah big mistakes I don't know I think sometimes it's better not to know what you want and yeah, I, I just 
yeah, at the moment I'm, I'm not really looking for someone. I'm just, yeah, I, I feel that I have been in a bit of a stressful period at work and also reflecting on whether I might want to move to another country uh, or, yeah, or, or about whether my <laughs> or about whether I would like to be some time closer to my family because, yeah, I have some family members that are not, yeah, doing very well uh, health-wise at the moment. But anyway, I think because of these personal considerations, I've been questioning myself a lot whether it would make sense to rope anyone into this mess or like to commit to something while you, you're, you don't really have the proper mind space for a quality relationship or you might not be in the best shape of yourself mind-wise. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm going to ask the hard question. Why are you even dating right now if you have all this stuff kind of hanging on your shoulder and you might be moving and you don't have the headspace? No, that's it's a it's a hard but fair question. And yeah, I, I just don't know what the alternative would be like to sit on my hands. And I, I don't know, I, I just, uh, I think... I find dating interesting in any case. I think talking to new people and talking to strangers um, is regardless an, an interesting experience. And yeah, but maybe maybe there are better, there are other ways to do it in an adult life uh, in, in other than through a romantic uh, relationship. There's... There's many ways of, of hearing other stories and creating a connection. But yeah, I th of course, I, I, like any, anyone, I have sexual or romantic needs. And, I, and, and, and yeah, I, 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 think I've, I think it's, I find it difficult to, I don't feel lonely if I'm uh, on my, without a partner for a long period. And I don't mind doing things on my own, so I don't feel that I need company or I want, I'm looking for company. Uh, but yeah, I, I do have, I do feel the need of affection and feeling, yeah, appreciated by someone. And especially being an expat, I think, or, or I'm probably not an expat anymore, but uh, whatever you, you call it, but, but being, living abroad and having no family around us, it, so I think, especially when you're in your thirties, many of my many of your friends start moving into a more serious life and moving to other cities. And and life, you can find yourself doing nothing on, on a Friday or Saturday. And there's plenty of like, things that one could be doing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I just didn't uh, I I just didn't go through a process of I just didn't put the effort into finding what to do with my time, other than going out to bars or going out clubbing and socializing. Or maybe the answer is just that I like socializing and then as, as a collateral effect, you end up dating. But why would I go into apps? I don't know. I don't, probably I shouldn't. <laughs> you mentioned, yeah, some friends like in their 30s and, you know, moving and settling down and stuff. Out of your social circles and your friend groups are are you the only single one or do you have friends who are also dating like where do you fit into that yeah I, I think I'm one of my few I'm one of the few in my circle who are um, 
actively dating at the moment. Yeah, I, I think most of my friends, especially after COVID, uh, accelerated the seriousness of their relationships and either had a kid or moved to the countryside or both not necessarily in disorder. Uh, and yeah, suddenly life became very different than what uh, what it was before, which is, yeah, I'm not, I don't complain about it. It's, uh, of course, that's how life should be and things should change. Um, and yeah, I'm, I think since then I felt a, a bigger, probably I felt a bigger urge of not of finding someone, but of, of going to dates if I'm not going out uh, yeah, to a bar with a group of friends or things like that. Maybe that, maybe, maybe that actually means finding company, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't put a, a, a lot of thought on that before. But, but yeah, so most of my friends nowadays are, are, are married and my few friends who are single, yeah, so, some of them either are too busy to be or claim to be too busy to be dating mm. or they are taking this posture which maybe i should be doing or suppose they should be doing of accepting that they 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 don't have mind space to be dating at the moment so they simply don't do it at all and yeah and, and some others they they are well i think the others just don't speak about it i think guys might be a bit less outspoken about it or at least my friends are not very outspoken about that about how, how their dating life is going what is it that you like about dating yeah i, I like the fact that you get what well, of course that depends on who the person is but you you get for a, a part of your life or for a, some moment in your life assuming that the relationship is not going to last sorry i put it too many disclaimers but, but yeah what i like about dating is that for some a period or a short period in your life you get to see a lot about the life of another person or one shares a lot or takes you into their reality for yeah for a period yeah i i, I always value that one can yeah is willing to yeah to share a piece of their life with you for even if it's briefly you get to know about one siblings and you get to exchange ideas and you get to learn about the, 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 what the path of this person was up until then. Yeah, I, I think you just get to learn a lot about different perspectives or, or how other people see the world or things that are important to you or how they feel about things that are important to you. You also get to learn a lot about yourself, or at least I, I, you learn about what you appreciate and what you like. And in some way, you learn about what you can learn about what your own habits which of your own habits can be annoying or appreciated to others i don't know there's 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 an infinite things that you can learn through getting intimate with with others even if it's through a single meeting yeah are there any things that have stuck out to you that you've learned about yourself through dating maybe not being too negative or too uh, shooting myself on the feet i don't know if that's the term in english but yeah, uh <laughs> shooting yourself in the foot <laughs> on the foot okay so yeah i, I think I've, I've often been very self-critical and i think in a, in a in a date that definitely quickly back yeah backfires at you or and i think when you're hanging out or when you're dating with people who yeah who are open and and i don't know tell you that you're that you 
yeah, I think some some people would help in that process and say tell you the if if something that you're doing is not helpful for yourself or and things like that. So I I just feel feel that I've maybe I'm, I'm I might be sounding negative and self-critical in this call itself, but uh, but uh, I think I've, I've I've learned to be more positive or try to, or to present myself or try to put my best face out there, which actually turns out to not maybe not even be my best face but just be my normal face and uh, it's just that you in some situations you might be inclined to be more negative than you than you should be i think that's one of the things that i've tried to take away out from dates i think also trying to gen- generally be more emotionally responsible i don't know if that's that would be a term but but you can't you can't guess what how something will land on someone and how like the breakup cases, like you, you can't really men, you can't really influence how one will receive that, and, and you, and there's not much that you can do about it. But I think being, having been on one's shoe and having to go through the situations of, like the example that I described about the about the parking lot, I think this, uh, I think this becomes a, a important life learning. At least for me, it it made me a more maybe more kind person or more mindful of how my actions can impact someone on the other side for um, for the date being an equalizing situation that you've been through that and you're you're causing to others something that you've been through as well so i don't know i I think i think it it as i said before i think it it, i feel that it has made me a better person than i was uh seven years ago probably maybe worse person in some aspects but (laughs) but (laughs) But uh, let's not what? go into that. Why do you say that? You're already self-deprecating. Yeah, exactly. You say, <laughs> no, I, I think. Where does this come from? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, I'm not aware of of uh, what what that uh, what date what negative date can bring in one person. I think it, generally, I, I I'm only familiar with the positive aspects of it. Have you had any like really bad dates? Uh yeah. I, I think one that I remember was a, a, a girl that was yeah extremely sarcastic and criticizing me a lot from the very first two minutes that we <laughs> into it, that we met each other like we, we scheduled a date uh in a yeah in, in a bar that doesn't exist here anymore but anyway we, we i arrived there and i think she she didn't at least she, she didn't her pictures were very different from her in person and then she was also already quite came across as a bit grumpy and making some very acid comments about me asking if are these asking if my sunglasses were fake i don't know why i was wearing sunglasses but I no it was i had them <laughs> anyway uh she so i i, I thought it was gonna last 30 seconds or one minute and we were gonna walk away but it turned out that a bunch of friends of mine showed up at the same bar because there was a, a World Cup match happening and they coincidentally asked to join our table and and uh, they became friends with her and 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 we ended up sticking staying together the, the whole evening. But it just okay, it's it's not as bad as it can be. But after drinking a lot, we actually started making out well we started kissing and <laughs> and uh, we ended up sleeping together but but <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> 
and yeah, but next, obviously next day, uh, I I remember why we hadn't clicked or how um, how we didn't click at all in the beginning. But anyway, I think it could have been worse. But yeah, I don't know. Waking up on the, uh, by the side of someone that you completely don't like and don't click it wasn't a very nice experience. Other than that, yeah, there's. I, th- I think this is one that uh, I always think about. But other than that, nothing too tragic or too horrible. Anything else that was memorable? Yeah, I think many were memorable. I, actually, I just had a very nice date now while I was traveling in in Georgia. Like I met someone randomly in a cafe and we exchanged numbers and we planned to have dinner on the next day and it just felt like we on the next day when we met for dinner we noticed that we had a lot in common even though we come from a complete different reality and and we had yeah we had very similar concerns about politics or about things that were happening in in her country and about yeah some things that are meaningful to me she showed me a lot about her city like we hung out a lot and we actually ended up talking sitting in, in a square until five in the morning and i had to work the next day yeah we, we scheduled an, uh, an, uh, we had another date on the next day and and then i had to leave the country but i left yeah of course <laughs> feeling quite uh yeah with a heart broken to 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 be leaving but yeah, it, it also reminded me of how yeah how wonderful it is that humans can be so have so much in common, uh, even having a completely different story or, or or coming from a complete other side of the world. And actually, we also were, had quite some eight years of difference age-wise and worked in completely different industries. And yeah, I, I just think that dates can provide us this chance of. Yeah, of seeing this, as I said earlier, just of having a, a glimpse of what is the life like of a, of another person. And yeah, it would have been wonderful if it had worked out, but I think mm, I, both of us had it clear that it wasn't uh, going to turn into a relationship. And why why is that? Well, I, I don't think, yeah, I'm not, I, I don't think I would be keen on a, on a long distance relationship and nowadays. And I think... Also from her her side, I think at least in in that sense, I think we're comfortably aligned in terms of expectations, which which I think makes things much more relaxed in in, in any circumstance. I think that's that's sometimes one of my only fears or, or regrets when that I that I feel when I when I get into a relationship uh, seriously that. Maybe and maybe that puts a bit too much weight on 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 expectations. Is that I find the single life so so beautiful that that it confronts you with this randomness of meeting people out of nothing, and for a relationship to be worth or for me to be worth giving up on on this uh, adventure that life presents me. I expect it to be at least uh, make me not yeah not think about giving up on, on this because uh, sorry I'm not a problem <laughs> explaining it no no I love very it well yeah I I just value so much this uh, 
the situations that that I I, I don't feel and I I ask myself when I'm beginning to be in a relationship and I'm in doubt I ask myself do I like this person of course that that's a question that anyone would ask but I ask do I like it enough that I, that uh, I would want I would be not be thinking about the experiences that I'm giving up on or that I'm accepting that I won't be living. I'm curious, um, why does getting into a relationship for you mean or have to mean giving up on the randomness and the other things of your single life? Why do you think this? You know, this yeah, you're, you're, you're totally right. It, it doesn't have to, but uh, I think, yeah, maybe it's a bit of too... Well, to be to be fair, I, I noticed that even when traveling with friends or doing things with friends, I, I find myself more close to contacting others. Or you, I find myself, if even if there's no re- demand of exclusivity, we are too focused on each other to be uh, engaging with with others or, or or starting conversations with strangers or or to talk to to the waiter. Um, yeah, at least that that's how I. That's my impression, even when I'm being spending time with friends in a, in a festival or, or things like that. And with a relationship, it is often similar, and it doesn't have necessarily to be like that. I I, I fully agree. Yeah, at least in my previous experiences, in most cases, it was a bit of a situation that monopolizes your attention as opposed to the to the world around you, which is which is fine and is great. But but when you Want to. Do you think it's possible to do it differently? Yeah, I'm sure. I think yeah, there's so many forms of relationships, and yeah, to be frank, I, or to be yeah, to be frank, I, I've I haven't tried open relationships. No, I've tried uncommitted relationships, but I wouldn't call that an, an open relationship. But and yeah, I think there's just. I think engaging with others in first place doesn't imply romantically engaging with others at all. I just mean in terms of attention or where your attention goes to. And uh, yeah, I, I think it, things can be different, but it just depends on well, what the other person's behavior would be like. For example, this this person that I was dating, uh, she she mentioned that she wouldn't be interested in having new friends, and she would find it strange if I would make too many new friends, especially female. But th- that alone maybe wouldn't lead me to break up. But uh, that was one of the yellow or red flags to me to think that uh, that uh, <laughs> that uh, yeah that there were expectations of a bit of uh, affectional exclusivity or friendship exclusivity I don't know maybe it doesn't shock me so much because I think in in, in Brazil where I come from relationships often are, are seem to be very much like that and of course I've been away for a long time but uh, but people couples do everything together and 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 really inform each other where they are there's no things there's often not much of traveling with people from work or or, or at least that's how it felt back when I lived there. And that's uh, maybe it doesn't feel so abnormal to me that one asks that. But maybe that created a good boogeyman in my in my in my imagination. Um when is your next date? I'm going to a wine festival with this lady that I'm seeing. Yeah. I we went on two dates 
since last week. We met last Sunday and then we met this past Saturday and then we agreed to go to wine. Oh, I don't think it's a festival or a tasting with, with some friends of ours. So it sounds very serious to me or that, but again, <laughs> yeah, you see that it, we're suddenly we're moving to milestones because why going out to wine something with her friends means a milestone at all. I think it just, so I'm, I'm actually, maybe, maybe one could feel scared about, oh, we're going to meet your friends after two dates. When, why not? It doesn't mean anything. Maybe we're not going anywhere, but we really, I really enjoy her company. She, yeah, and I don't think we don't think it's going to work out romantically, but I'm loving the dates that uh, the two days that we had together were very relaxing. I think I learned a lot in the chats with her. Like she, yeah, she, she has, she understands a lot about natural wines, which I don't understand anything about. So <laughs> the worst case, I learned a bit about that from her. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to seeing her again. Cool. That sounds really nice. The uh, last question, um, do you have any advice or words of wisdom you want to leave our listeners with? I think for someone who would be getting into dating apps or who had been away from this dating world for some time, I think one might feel intimidated or feel hurt about the impersonality of some situations like ghosting or, or, or people sending a very short message or, or not or taking five days to reply. And I think my advice would be that, yeah, I think we all go through this, at least that's what I hear from the, those who are also going into dates. And yeah, just not take, don't not take bad situations personal. And yeah, I don't know, focus on the on the positive and beautiful things that you can get out, out, out of dates and, and, uh, and all the fun time that you can have by knowing stra strangers, even if it's not going to be someone who will be you're going to be romantically involved with. But I don't know, it's, it's just beautiful to meet other people and, and especially if it's if it's people who are, who, who are like-minded with you or... Oh, actually, not not that. Sorry, I would correct that 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 because I think meeting people who are different from you is equally interesting, maybe even more interesting. So, I think there's no. I think it's yeah. I, I find it positive in any case. It's, maybe that's why I struggled to find an example of a bad date because I think even this bad date example that I gave, yeah, I wouldn't do anything differently. And I think I don't. I can't think of. A, I can't think of a day that I would undo in my life. I think I, everything was worth it. Dating Log is recorded and hosted by me, Wyndham Juno. It is produced by Harry Dark. Our artwork is in collaboration with Esme Hemming Studio. You can follow us on Instagram at Dating Log Podcast. Our website is datinglogpodcast.com. And if you'd like to send us a message, you can slide into our Instagram DMs or email us at datinglogpodcast at gmail.com. Please like and subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're enjoying the episode so far, leave a review and tell a friend. We'll be back in a fortnight with the next episode. Please don't ghost us. <laughs>